News Talk ZB. Now, you'd be aware the Race Relations Commissioner has called for Tereo to become a core subject in our schools and wants this to happen within five years. Ming Foon says it's just an excuse to say we don't have enough resources or teachers to make it happen, and he wants to see the strategy prioritised. Tereo advocate and teacher and broadcaster, just by the by, Scotty Morrison is <laughs> with us this morning. Yeah, in- incidentally, a little bit of broadcast. How are you going? I'm very well, thank you very much. This is not a new suggestion, is it? We've had the Greens uh, float this, Te Pāti Māori. Do you think it's ever going to happen? I think we're well on the pathway to it happening. I mean, uh, the Tōtawhiti, the Māori Language Commission, uh, ran a survey in 2016 to see what the support out there was like for um, Māori language to become a core subject, and 53%, I think, were supported that idea. Um, and that was 2016, and we're seven years on now, and we've seen a lot of change in the last seven years. So I think that number may have grown a, a bit since then. But also last year... Um, and Māori Language Week, the Totafiti ran a, a Māori language moment and uh, over a million people signed up for it. So, you know, the momentum is definitely there and I think uh, we are heading down that track and um, it's a good thing. Is there the political will to make this happen or is there a sort of feeling that this is a bit of a hot button? I think probably the second uh, comment you just made. <laughs> you know, um, most people will probably, well, political parties will think this will, this will be political suicide, um, and it definitely probably won't be a, a vote winner. Um, but it's it's a it's a bigger um, kaupapa than just um, a political kaupapa. I think I think it's one that's intrinsic and ingrained in us as people living in Aotearoa, and it's something that we. We confront each and every day. Te Reo Māori surrounds us, whether it's on a street sign, whether it's someone's name. Um, so I think it's just something that we need to deal with as we mature as a nation. We're heading towards 200 years of the Treaty of Waitangi, and we just need to sort of start shifting the debate away, I think, from because it, it's race-based, I think, once you start to talk about you know, the negativity around making Te Reo Māori um, compulsory or, or a core subject. It starts to become... You know, the negative focus goes on the race um, uh, corridor and the race um, discussion rather than, okay, what's what's some of the benefits of us doing this for our, our kids in terms of their cognitive development? You know, it, it, there's so much research that's been done that proves how um, positive and the huge benefits that people get from learning another language. And then it starts to shift, you know, once you look at all of that kind of stuff, it becomes a no-brainer that we should do it. I mean, the best education system in the world is Finland, and they do it, and part of the education system is learning the indigenous languages and learning multi-languages. Um, so they are one of the most multilingual societies in the in the world, and um, that's a direct result of their education system. Since the 1970s, they've been doing things like that. And so then you come back to, okay, we, we know all of the benefits of bilingualism. Why, why do we do te reo Māori? Well, there's so many reasons why we should do it as te reo Māori. I think it's going to uh, bring more understanding. If you talk to people who are non-Māori who have gone through the Māori language journey, they'll tell you it's been a life-changing thing for them. It's helped them to identify who they are. It's helped shape the way that they view the world. It's given them a different perspective. There's just so many positive arguments around why we should do it. So right. let's have the debate and let's let's talk about it. Let's keep talking about it. Okay. The, the money aspect of it, I was having a little look at some of the resources that have gone in. And I, I don't know about you, but, you know, we've got 
hundreds of millions over the years, uh, 108 million towards training teachers in the in the budget 2020. Uh, we've got the Māori Language Commission doesn't actually give out money anymore. Uh, it seems to spend it on itself mostly. You've got Te Matawai, 15 million a year there. Te Mangaipaho, about 67 million for broadcasting. Te Punikokari, various pots of cash. Ministry for Culture, Creative New Zealand. I could go on. Is that part of the problem that we've got so many pots uh, and not one kind of core focused effort? Yeah, I think we could definitely strategize it a lot better. And um, it's just a matter of getting the right people in the right room to, to talk about what the strategy would be. But, um, you know, I mean, the money thing is, is one thing, but if, if, if people will, I know there'll be people out there who'll be complaining about the, that, amount, those, the, the, what you've just talked about, the amount of money that's gone into Te Reo Māori. But, you know, it's a pittance when you look at the, how much uh, the actual Ministry of Education has to spend in other areas what they spend in, on Te Reo Māori is, is a pittance. It's a very, very small amount. And so I think if we strategize all of that, those pots of money that you're talking about, we will get better outcomes. But it's it's got to come back to, you know, what's the desire of people in Aotearoa? How do we feel about a country? And what's our are we passionate enough and and have enough aroha towards the veil to want to save it, to want to revive, revitalize it, to want to regenerate it, and to want to utilize the positivity that Te Reo Māori can offer people to make us a better country as we move forward. I think that's the better discussion to have because once people get passionate about something, money doesn't really get in the way. You just want to do it because it's something that you want as part of your makeup as a person living here in Aotearoa. So you would strive to attain it and to get it. And I think that's what that's where we need to put our energies and focus in and, and changing attitudes and making sure that we're all on the same page and making sure that we have all right. around how we're going to do it. Okay, you and Stacey have done a lot. This is, uh, I'll have to wrap shortly, but you and yeah, Stacey yeah. have done a lot of work promoting this. Who do you most want to reach? Well, that's a good question because, you know, most of the students I have in, that I teach now are actually non-Māori, and you would have heard all the stories about people lining up outside the door to learn te reo Māori and not being able to find a course because they're all full, and that, that's all true. That's what's happening out there. People are just so keen and hungry to learn te reo Māori that we haven't got the capability in terms of um, uh, teachers to be able to cater for everybody. Um, I would really like to see our Māori people start to, to come back to the reo. Um, we still have a low percentage of Māori who can speak Māori, but, you know, um, the pillars of language revitalization, language regeneration, are norm one of the pillars is, is normalization, and one of the pillars is having support from the wider community. And so I, I enjoy... I enjoy it when, when non-Māori people come into class and they they have this look on their face and this realisation comes to them that this is this is part of me, this is part of who I am in Aotearoa. And like I said before, it really starts to shape them and change the way they view things. In the, and, and a lot of them will tell you it's life-changing for them. Like you talk to Jennifer Wardlene and you talk to Ming Foon and they'll tell you how it helps them to relate to people better, how it helps to shape their, their, their worldview, how it helps them to function better here in Aotearoa. And I think if we get more of those people talking about it, then that's uh, going to lead us into the future. And, and, and okay. I think Te Reo Māori is not divisive at all. I think Te Reo Māori is actually unifying. But, you know, it's, it helps you to understand the culture, where, where you come from, what the history is like. It goes hand in hand with history. So it's going to help us, I think, become more unified 
if we do something like this and make it okay. a full subject, it's going to lead us into the future, yeah. God, I'll wrap it there. Thanks so much for your time this morning, broadcaster, uh, etc. Scotty Morrison on Te Reo Māori and uh, the suggestion it should be a core subject in schools.